Welcome to the Gladcast. We are framing the sun right now. I am sitting in the sunset, and what's it like where you are, Nat? Well, it's it's a post rainy man. I feel like a reporter, like on on. I know. I yeah. like bring us to the scene. <laughs> and I'm wearing kind of like a a longish like army colored rain jacket like my grandmother gave me that's like quilted on the inside and I was walking to the bus it's dark Mm. and all of the trees there's like this long row of trees on either side that that line the road and they're all like full of like um so many fireflies that it's like my mind toggles between the suddenly clear starry sky and the the black lines of of trees and, and, and it's like, I, I, I can't quite, my mind keeps trying to make some kind of correlation or sense of it. And, and it's like, it's like a pleasant boggling. It just, I just let it like sort of zap my brain that this much beauty and light and, and happeningness is just occurring. And I'm just, I, I feel very like pleasantly, like dumbly small and human in the midst of it all. Mm. Wow. I love that you described that so thoroughly and beautifully because I feel like it's really fun to use those kinds of like just immensely beautiful moments to kind of tip slide you into the imaginal realm which is what we want to spend today's episode talking Mm -hmm. about um this this season we've been going through the imaginative arc the way that you take ideas and birth them into reality and how does what's the arc of that process and the last episode was about letting yourself be light enough letting yourself be liftable to the winds that are going to carry that idea into fruition or that desire or whatever it is and and once you're feeling lifted then you get to really dance with your idea or desire creation in the imaginal imaginal realm and I like how hard that is for you to say <laughs> I know I keep like imaginal. tripping over it I imaginal it, times. Imaginal it realm. was like my I, I just my grandson trying to say Hadassah tonight like in the middle of Star Trek he kept being like is that Tassasa is that Sahadasada and like everyone's just quietly like, please don't ever get it right. Like, please don't ever know what her name is because listening to him reach towards it is about as intoxicating. And I think that that's a really nice thing to remember for our listeners and for myself and for you that, you know, reaching towards having more peacefulness with your own place in your life, with your own way of doing and being life is 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 a nice tenderness to extend towards yourself just as you would extend towards a baby who's learning how to say a complex name you know as like we're going to talk about some some techniques that we find personally fun or or have for a little bit and and it was only for me I don't know about you Hannah but only when I got like just really fucking off my chode and stopped being so serious about it and I started really being like you know I'm just gonna give this a go like let's see what happens whatever like and just got playful and soft and tender with myself did the technique 
ever have room in me to actually have efficacy, to be, to be effective, to, to, to allow creations to become something I, I could sort of dial into and allow with, with more, more precision. So I just want to invite a kind of like, imagine yourself as like a, a young child uh, learning to run or, or learning to jump on a trampoline or something. Bring that buoyancy as we, as we enter the imaginative arc. Hmm. I love that, Natalie. Um, <laughs> I think one reason it's hard for me to say the imaginal realm <laughs> <laughs> is because I, I almost always call it um, gritting. Mm -hmm. And um, gritting, for those of you who don't know, is a technique that's taught by Abraham Hicks and the idea is that there is the... Uh, an energetic layer of reality that is the grid or like the bones and then physical reality then comes and fills that in so you can create reality at the energetic emotional level and then reality will fill it in physical manifestation experience mm -hmm. and um, first gridding you taught me Natalie was like just kind of like wordscapes on paper like just writing out all these different feeling words of just how I wanted something to feel and it was incredibly powerful for me to just like feel how powerful that was and the ability to summon ahead of time the experience that I wanted blew my mind <laughs> okay so let's segue to rampage and you begin with p is for powerful go like what we love so this is mm. what we love we're going to do a rampage on what we love about this very specific cool as fuck kind of dynamic of our own humanity where what you think comes into being and you know i i know that when i first encountered this it literally blew my neurons like i i got sick when i had a very profound and angelic and like kind of, of course, life-changing discovery. I was like, oh my God, I couldn't, I was so used to expecting kind of to be an unempowered sort of lump in life going along and, you know, whatever that to, to really get, to really let it in. So we're going to do a rampage for how forking amazing and fun it is that, that life actually works. We are in a planet, in a time-space reality where one of the core dynamics of this existence is that what you think about thought is the basis of creation. That's like stunning. That's like, it's just amazing. So that's what we're rampaging about today. Um, so Hannah's going to start with P for powerful. Take it away. Powerful, powerful, power, powerful, power, power, puff girls, power, power, puff girls. I kept up pretty well there. Uh, <laughs> Thank you. You're yeah. welcome. I'll be yes. your backup squealer <laughs> any day. Just, Thank yeah, you, you got it. For the Powerpuff Girls. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, that, what was that? That was like Blue's Clues. <laughs> oh, man. Blues oh, man. Uh, okay. I kind of love that Blue's Cluesy kind of feeling. Um, that makes me feel really powerful is deciding ahead of time, like kind of a, a metaphor or something for how I want something mm -hmm. to feel. So a little backstory context idea. Story time <laughs> is 
One time I helped to start a community art space and that was a really big passionate dream of mine. It came into fruition and then I felt really excited to move away from it and it was time for the thing to close. And I was already on the other side of the country and I was gonna come back and close it. And with a friend of mine, Taylor Ann, who we started it together and we're gonna go close it and we, her and her partner Daniel and I came up with this really beautiful metaphor for how we wanted the closing to feel. And you know, it definitely could have, and in the beginning had these feelings of like, oh my gosh, did we mm-hmm. fail? Like, oh no, blah, blah, blah. And <laughs> then we found this metaphor. I think Daniel and Taylor Ann found it and then told it to me and I just like latched onto it. And the idea was that we were going to turn Honey Law into this big white cloud. And then I, I could see all these things in the space and I imagined them all swirling together like a big circus tent in this kind of cinematographical <laughs> scene. <laughs> totally. And spinning around like a tornado of all the objects inside and they would swirl together and then just become all wrapped up in this handkerchief and Daniel would take the handkerchief and kind of wipe his nose and tuck it in his pocket and we'd walk Mm -hmm. away and that metaphor like ended up happening in the most incredible and beautiful way and we we just sailed into this like you know it was I can't even, I don't so, even know what word I'm trying to say. Cinema. C- cinem- cinemographic. <laughs> so, so folks, what Hannah, what Hannah's actually <laughs> describing is not gritting. Um, it's not the technique of gritting, which is a very specific technique um, where you just kind of find the emotional layer. But she used an imaginative vision to evoke a series, uh, to evoke the emotion, the imaginal state from her and the group she's with, just to be clear. So they found resonance with this. And that's why I like poetry so powerful is that it has bone resonance with essence, with our core selves. And it transcends the logic traps for Hannah. It was like, how is this going to go? Am I a failure? You know, and the, this deeper image of it dissolving into a cloud and becoming the allness was something that brought peace and joy. And it within that, there was this deep sense of um, she was she felt connected to this universal harmony. Like I know the story, how it actually unfolded was very magical, very collaborated with. Um, it was almost effortless. It was, it was like clear evidence of magic at every step of the way. And it truly felt like this amazing homage happened, like where this cloud, the storm was final and it just flowed away. It was beautiful. So she actually used like an amazing technique of finding the energy and the image of it, which is a really fun technique. Um, Thanks for clarifying, Natalie. Yeah, I think because I I didn't even know about the term imaginal realm, I've just called all of it right. gritting. And yeah. totally. It's not yeah. exactly true. But yeah, it is it is like the power the power of a poem yeah. really is essentially. It's it's entrance into that feeling state of like so so I'm gonna I'm gonna do another P um, plot twist, not going to do Q. I feel like scared of Q. I'm like, ah, I just want to say queef. Like the only thing I want to do is queef. And I don't even want to rampage about queefing right now. I'm not in the mood. I'm tired. Fuck, fuck queef rampages is all I'm saying. Um, I mean, I have to be tired to not want to rampage about queefing. Um, so y'all, y'all know I'm at the end of the day. I just had so many French fries. Shit. Uh, P is for pivoting. 
So I'm going to do it right now. Um, I feel, um, so, 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 so P is, is a, is, is, is a, like exactly like, I don't know if you know any sports things, but when you, in basketball, when you get the ball thrown to you, you can't move except for a pivot where one foot stays and you can move any other foot in any direction you want most, you know, and you have to move in the direction of where you're about to throw the ball. It brings you one step closer to where the ball's going to go. That's your pivot. Now it, it also can change your weight. It changes like how you're situated, how, what kind of fluency, what kind of steadiness, how grounded you are. And so a pivot is when you've got the ball thrown to you. Life has given you a challenge, a situation. It's in your hands and you get to step in a direction and you could step towards the direction of like maybe throwing the ball out of bounds or falling down or stepping towards someone who's trying to take the ball from you. Or like you could step carelessly or you could take a step energetically and emotionally towards how you want to feel, where you want to be. And so like a lot of times I've been pivoting pretty effectively. Um, shit. Y'all, that's a really genuine <laughs> Natalie saying shit because she just noticed that our phone connection dropped and she's been recording on her own for the past 30 seconds and um, instead of, you know, freaking out and ending her train of thought and jumping out of the zone, she rolled with it and it's totally making the point that she's talking about pivoting. So just after saying shit, there's like a two second pause and then she kept talking and then we recontinued the call and braided it back together so here you go enjoy this awesome pivot in action of of when I'm sitting and I'm I'm finding myself dissonant and I'm like god I don't like this and my mind wants to be like oh I don't like this this is what this means and then I remember that how I receive the ball and what I step towards is going to change what's coming to me. And so I, I will use the energy, like the feeling of the ball, like hitting me in the chest. And I'll use that whoop to remind me, stay awake. You're creating what comes next. You're creating everything. And so I will, I'll think, what would I prefer? What would it feel like if I was getting kindness? What would it feel like? What does it feel like to be free in this area? And sometimes it can be really, really challenging to do any kind of real pivoting, but just trying to, to extend yourself, to take a bounce, that delicious bounce can be so liberating. It reminds you, you know, you are, you're awake, you're in control. You can, you can choose differently. And so I, I'm just going to go pee for pivot. I love pivoting. (laughs) I like how Often life requires pivoting, makes it really fun, keeps you really agile. Mm-hmm. Um, for Q, I, when I am like kind of preparing for an experience, um, I love, I love to go the the queen route and to mm. just imagine the. This is this is dedicated. What to would Shelby. they do? Uh huh. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Loves to say call everyone queens and I just I just love that feeling and going into anything just imagining that everything is going to want to like rise up and meet you with gold filigree of just Mm -hmm. your own personal preference Mm -hmm. style version of that Mm -hmm. and just expecting to be received so well I feel like it's just like this way it's kind of like a sunflower a daisy the way they reach their faces up to the sun it feels so 
confident and a confidence that yeah the royal really the royal assumption inside mm-hmm. yeah and again you're using a, a a a metaphor a framework a way of understanding yourself as a boat to get in and to carry you to just you know lean into all of the feelings and associations it's kind of like a prepackaged grid in a way you know royal feeling royal feels deserving feels feels free feels like honored and 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 you're automatically loved and cherished and feels famous and yummy and whatever there's there's like a whole kind of box like a like those mm-hmm. those dinner kits you get or uh, people get or one could get where you're like hey <laughs> it's like a like, pot pie <laughs> yeah totally and you could just like eat it it's got it all in it that's great hey let's let's switch it up a little bit um let's let's jump into like i would love like let's bounce like what what it actually feels like to grid and give each other like some situations to grid like um uh, all right i got one go give it i got one all right so you meet um the god thor and okay he I'm into it. is really into um, lightning, and mm-hmm. you. He is like really upset at this other god, and wants to like start this kind of battle. And he wants you. He's kind of like kidnapped you and been like, "All right, come on! Like you're gonna come, and you're like in his like spaceship that's like a cloud, <laughs> and you're like his." Um, you will super manager. understand <laughs> the hero world. You're killing it on all the points. Yeah. Okay. I'm ba- Thor's lightning battle manager. Got it. And his cloud uh-huh. spaceship. I'm up to speed. Keep going. Um. Oh no. That's just it. Just grid that experience. <laughs> uh, shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> Sixty-eight uh, seconds. Yeah. Yeah. I feel um, engaged and wide awake and uh, um, larger than I've ever felt sort of very expansive and I'm enjoying how my mind is keeping up with the situation um, even as it is beyond anything I've ever consciously dreamed of or even really thought of wanting I'm pleased at the sense of thrill and the sense of goingness I'm with it I'm with all that is there's this sense of magic Um, that that dogs a lot babe I'm gonna turn it down. <laughs> um, how about gritting that dog fucking stopping barking? Go. <laughs> but like, oh, well, it would feel really calm. I would yeah. feel just like somebody just decided to take responsibility for their dog. I yeah. feel like it's kind of like the sun that's cresting below the house that I'm looking at. It's like mm. the dog is kind of cresting, and definitely farther away now (laughs) also just like feeling really relaxed yeah and like there's nothing wrong there's room for everything yeah including his anger (laughs) someone stole his dog cheeto and he's fucking over it yeah so, so, so that's a great example of like getting, getting general. What I, what I said was gridding that fucking dog stopping. That's not really what I wanted to grid. What I wanted to grid was being okay, dancing with life, feeling fine, enjoying the now. Like, I don't care. I just don't want to be thrown off. And that's what I was, that's what I wanted to pivot. So moving towards sort of the waning, the cresting dog, relaxing, it moved my energy away from feeling 
thrown off or triggered or, you know, this, this, you know, this, that sense of like, this is wrong. I must recoil from it. I've got to contract and get really small and freaked out, which then I'm, I'm in, I'm up shit's Creek when I get like that and then relaxed into, okay, there's dogs bark and life is happening and our podcast audio has never been great for any reason never once and now it just has a fucking screaming dog angry about cheetos good it's that's texture i'm into it let's let's get some zebras what do zebras sound like get some barking angry zebras let's get a whole let's record on noah's fucking ark next time and just get in the middle of it a mating season on noah's ark okay um so Hannah, you are Noah's wife, and um, ooh, that's so hot. It's time to set sail. This the rain is coming, and you need to close the doors. And Noah is getting really frisky because he's turned on by the animal menagerie, like everyone, like the sap is rising kind of situation. And you would like to have a really nice send off, and he just wants to get, you know, with it. And you're trying to find your balance in this, like, this send-off. So, grid that situation. All right. So, I'm really, I'm really excited. The world is about to change in such an incredible way. And I can feel it. And I see that we're pretty much in the eye of this massive storm. And I'm, I feel so excited. And I feel that everyone around me is excited. And I feel that... I feel excited for all the excitements to harmonize with each other and to Mm. blend really beautifully into Mm -hmm. this overtone of this song that the universe is singing through us and our bodies. I'm so relaxed and peaceful with it. And I also feel the sap of life in my body and I feel excited Mm. to express it with my beloved Noah. And I feel... Hump, hump Noah. That it will be, that it'll all happen in perfect Two by two, baby. Two by two. It's the game. It's the game. It's the, like, the one plan on that boat is that Mm -hmm. the sap will rise and you will not resist the rising of the saps. We're all going to get jiggy with it. Oh, yeah. So you feel, you basically, your grid is feeling jiggy with humping Noah. Yeah. And harmonized with, like, our grinding will squeak in harmony with the squeaks of the badgers and the zebras and the dogs. (laughs) Man, we really pivoted on that dog barking. I'm proud of us. Yeah, Uh, me too. Yeah. Um, I don't know that we're going to get a better ending than that. I feel like I want to stay with the squeaks of the badgers (laughs) on Noah's Ark while the storm comes in. That feels like a good place to end. (laughs) All right. Enjoy the imaginal realm, folks. <laughs> we will. I look up at the sky and the stars see me. I wonder if they're happy just to be so free. Ocean, ocean, ocean eyes. You are so, such a surprise. <laughs> I look up at the sky and the stars see me I wonder if they're happy just to be so free Ocean, ocean, ocean eyes You are such a surprise I look up at the sky and the stars see me 
Surprise. 